Now, the question on the chopping block today is, do we need friends or do we not need friends at all? Let's be completely honest. I don't know if I'm the only one that's become a loner into their mid to late 20s where I literally have one friend and my other friends are my mom and my boyfriend. And I feel like there are so many people out there that are feeling the exact same way, but that is not the topic of today's episode. I'm gonna touch on that a little bit, but more importantly, what I really wanted to talk about in today's episode is how to be your own best friend. I think that has to be one of the most valuable things that you can experience in your life is how to be lonely, how to be on your own, how to really not care about having friends, how being a loner can probably be one of the best things that's ever happened to you. If you can just enjoy your silence and your peace and you don't need confirmation from anybody, you don't need clicks, you don't need identity from other people, you can actually just find it on your own. All of it is very, very beneficial and it's something that I have discovered over the past couple of years has made me the happiest. And that's not to say that you shouldn't have friends, but we'll, we'll cover that more so in this episode. What do we think about this new setup? Do we like it? Do we like where we're sitting? Do we like this talk show host feel? As you guys have been commenting, I am kind of showing you all around the house, all around the rooms. I feel like the couch was a little sterile for a bit. The other day when I was filming in front of the window, it's just the lighting couldn't get right and it was looking kind of gross and now here I feel like I'm one of those like 2012 beauty YouTubers doing my favorites videos with a little candle on the back. I kind of like it. Other side note, um, I'm doing a pause on drinking. Typically I like to have a beer when I sit here and film with you guys because it kind of entertains me just as much as I'm entertaining you. But today I'm drinking an energy drink as if I need it, as if I need another drink, as if I need any caffeine. But I am going to go and film with Mackenzie after this so lord knows i do need the caffeine i used to have so many friends in high school like i think it was this constant pattern for so many people that when you first get into high school you're meeting so many new people you're meeting so many people in your classes that you have like a huge clicky group of friends and then once you get to grade 12 your graduation year i don't know what it's like for wherever you are in the world you kind of are like peace like i have three friends so not only did I have a very close, tight group of friends when I graduated my high school year, I actually had very few friends continuing that. And even throughout my 20s, as my clicky group of friends has gotten bigger, it also very quickly got very, very small. So I literally hang out with my mom, my dad, and my boyfriend. Um, I'll see my grandparents on occasion, and I have one best friend, which you guys all know is Mackenzie. Now, I've always been very weary with friendships and it's only because I only know what it's like to kind of be friends with girls. When, when you have guy friends, you're not really that close. You don't have sleepovers. You don't see each other as often. I mean, maybe some people do, but that's giving kind of like very weird. It's giving very awkward. It's giving like, oh, so like he has a girlfriend and you're his girl best friend. Oh, she's just going to sleep over. No, no, no. That, like that doesn't make sense to me. And we're not, we're not covering that today. We're, he's cheating. Um, <laughs> but most of the time, the only, the only experience that I have other than having having some guy friends growing up in high school is just experiences with girls and girls can be savage girls can be catty girls can be they can run you down bro and one of the reasons I love my friendship with Mackenzie is because we don't have that like we have a very open and honest relationship we can talk about everything under the sun we can talk about insecurities I don't think we ever feel like we're competing with each other we work alongside each other and each of us have always through our friendship brought each other up so I want to say that there is a huge importance to friendship when you have the right people around you when you have people that talk shit that literally make your life worse that are only weighing you down that are jealous of you jealous of your career talking shit about you behind your back I had the fucking cattiest friend for the longest time oh my god and it's like only when you leave it because of course you have good times a couple bottles of wine <laughs> bottles a couple bottles of wine and yeah we're, we're chatting we're hanging out we got no issues you know what I mean but then the sobriety hits and you're at like a gathering and then you hear that she's been talking it's just like eh, like don't have time for that 
So this is why I really want to talk about the importance of enjoying your peace and your quiet alone. I think so many of us, we get into relationships and friendships, whether it be like people at work, people in our our group. Like if Mackenzie had a couple friends, which she does, I'll see them on occasion when I'm with Mackenzie. But like our friendships grow as we meet people. And so often we feel pressure to have friendships. You know, they'll ask us, they'll say, oh, you want to go out for dinner? Or you want to go to the club? Or you want to hang out? Or you want to go get your nails done? Sometimes I'm like, no. I don't know you. I don't I don't particularly want to get to know you. I don't know if, if I ever really want to be friends with you, but sure, I'll give it a shot. And then gullible me, I end up having like the worst friend date of my life and I never want to hang out with them again. Am I the only one that's been there? Hold on, Mackenzie texted me. So people are really fun. We know that people are fun. Friends are fun. And there's also like a feeling of security that you feel when you have a group of friends. It makes you feel like you're important. It makes you feel like you have an identity and that other people care about you. Oh, if other people care about you, then clearly you're a cool person. And then if you don't have friends you're like a loner you're made out to seem kind of weird or like nobody wants to spend their time around you so almost like the amount of friends that you have just by default can sometimes for some people I'm not saying all can give you that feeling of like worthlessness or self-worth you're like oh I have so many friends I feel great about myself oh I have no friends oh shit like I have nobody to hang out with on a Friday or even there are people that I know that like have boyfriends who have great relationships but if they don't have friends they feel like their life is meaningless god I just feel like I'm not missing out on anything by not having any friends do I not wish that I'd have some friends enter my life and I could have like two or three best friends like I do have many many close friends but I don't have a lot of best friends those are people that I maybe will see once or twice a year but never as much as I hang out with like Mackenzie I don't have a lot of best friends sometimes just being alone is literally 120% better and like specifically just being away from the public like what I would do to never be around a group of people or a crowd ever again the grocery store line you guys already know that I've talked about that like I order my groceries and I go and pick them up and I still have to interact with some guy that brings the groceries out and I still hate that even though you guys know I'm very charismatic and I still put it on and I'm still very nice even when I'm outside of the truck rain is pouring on my head and I'm trying to get the milk from him like I hope you're having a really good day please I just love peace and quiet and I think that's why I want to live in the middle of nowhere so badly like I my dream is to own so much land that I cannot see anybody I can't see my neighbors I can't see a nearby city like that is the ultimate goal for me it could be farmland it could be in the middle of nowhere it could be in Alberta Canada where she's snowy like nine months out of the year I don't care I don't care where it is as long as I'm far far away from civilization (laughs) and I just love my peace and my space like I said I love Mackenzie I love Daniel my boyfriend I love my mom and dad I love spending time with them because they're all my best friends. But sometimes times will come up where my parents will go away to our cabin or they'll go on a trip for a week or two or Daniel will go away and I'm literally stuck by myself. And some people and me at one point, kind of being alone is a little bit scary. It's like slightly daunting because you're like, well, what am I going to do with my time? Um, I feel kind of lonely. I feel like nobody's here for me. I feel like even though they've got their own lives, I kind of wish they were here with me. But I've grown to really love those quiet moments because they don't last very long and this is maybe not necessarily the podcast for somebody that lives alone or who is pining for relationship who is pining for people to be around them but for somebody who maybe is always around people and needs to learn to step back and just completely be on their own for once. I think when you learn to be completely by yourself, you're able to be around people in a much better way. And let me explain it. Let me get there. You're able to love yourself so much and learn about yourself so much 
that you only truly allow very valuable connections into your life and very valuable people into your life that you approve of. It only happens when like you kind of don't know your place in life. You don't really know where you are. You don't really know the person you are. You don't really know what you're into or your hobbies that it's very easy to get into friendships and relationships with people because you're attracted to them. And that could even be friendship wise. Like I remember being in high school, obviously there's popular girls, but not so much that, but like I would always be attracted to certain friends because they would make me laugh, but we had nothing in common. And not to say that every friendship necessarily has to have a purpose, but I think when you know yourself, you know, if you're looking for friends, where to find them. Like if you love books, you're going to go to the library to find your friends. If you love partying or you love clubbing and you really want to meet a girl or a guy, you're going to go to the clubs to meet somebody that also loves clubbing as well. They love dancing, whatever it is. It is important to know you and to really enjoy the time you have by yourself because then you're not wasting your time on people just to like fill the space and the void in your life. Sometimes when we're just trying to feel something, we'll have that really shitty boyfriend or we'll have that really shitty friend that walks all over us because we're like, well, I don't want to live alone. Well, I don't want to be alone all the time. I don't want to be on my own all the time. So I would rather just forfeit that like pain and discomfort just so that I can have somebody around. And I just think that that's so silly. And first and foremost, before you have any relationships, you should learn how to be your own friend. I want to talk about ways that you can truly be alone and you can truly be your best friend, whether you live by yourself, whether you're going back to university and you're leaving family behind in your hometown, it doesn't matter what you're going through, or maybe you're even moving cross country to go to a new job. You should feel your absolute best being on your own and feel like you have your own back. It doesn't always have to feel like you need somebody there to comfort you when you can comfort yourself. Like you got to have your own back. And that literally reminds me of that meme. Do you remember that kid who's like literally got a picture of himself on his back because he's watching his own back? Stop. Am I too old? Like, has anybody ever seen that? I think I'm I think I'm elderly. Now, first of all, let's just let's just let's just philosophize. Let's just philosophize. Let's just think about it for a second. Imagine you were the only person on Earth. Like, literally, if I close my eyes and I'm sitting here in this chair with my mic, there's nobody here. There's not even a camera. I don't even know why I'm holding this mic, but I am completely by myself, completely on my own. And there's nobody else here. Why would you be talking so much shit about yourself? First of all, you would never ever in a million years want to be your own friend. Why would you want to be friends with somebody that literally calls you fat or ugly or stupid every single day? Because that's what we do to ourselves. Every time we look in the mirror, we nitpick every single thing about ourselves because we have friends. We have people that tell us, oh, you're great. You're awesome. So then you're like, well, how can I be better? Well, obviously I'm not pretty enough. Obviously I would have more friends if I looked like this. Obviously I would feel, you know, we have that horrible, like really mean voice, like somewhere in the back of our head that controls everything. So if you think about it and you're constantly saying all these horrible things to yourself, why would you be friends with you? If I came up to you and I was your friend and I said, you're stupid, you're ugly, you're literally never going to be friends with me. We're never going to talk again. We would in reality never be friends with that person and especially ourselves. So it's almost scary to be alone with your own thoughts because God knows what you're actually going to conjure up and what you're going to think about if you're completely by yourself. So we fill the room with other people and distractions. So the first thing we need to do is actually make the time we spend by ourselves tolerable. Treat yourself with some honest and true compassion. Be your own best friend. Be somebody that watches over your shoulder and is like, you're doing such a good job. I remember when I first bought my truck, and I was driving for the very first time to Mackenzie's house and she lives about 40 minutes away from here. So I had to get in the truck. I had to take the highway and I have only had my license since last April. So barely a year. And I bought my truck in September and this was literally my first time driving it and maybe like my 20th time driving ever. So I still have those like driver jitters. Like I'm still very nervous and I'm not so nervous anymore, but I feel like it was just a lack of experience. 
So I got behind the wheel and I'm driving down the highway and I'm sweating. It was fall time, but I got beads of sweat, sweating down the back of my ass and the back of my hair and just like everything. It was bad. The entire time that I'm driving, I'm literally talking to myself. I'm going, you're doing really good. Like you're doing really good. We're fine. We're hanging out. We're doing good. Let's put some good music on. Let's hang out. We're doing fine. Everything's fine. I get on the highway. I'm literally behind the fattest truck I've ever been behind. I cannot see around it. And I'm like, you're doing good. We're doing good. Pop off, pop off. Like I'm doing anything to push myself forward and be better to myself and just be like, you're doing the best you can. Like you have no driving experience. You have no idea what you're doing. You have no idea where you're going but we are making it through I'm being kind to myself because I actually like spending time with myself by myself because I know I'm kind to myself and I treat myself with compassion take a shot every time that I say myself whoo it feels really nice to give yourself a goddamn break every so often like that is the truth because we do not do that enough for ourselves we always feel like we're not good enough we're not making enough money so just to be able to pat yourself on the back it feels so good and like celebrating when you win celebrating when you do a good job taking yourself out like when I made my podcast I got myself a little treat because I was like you deserve it you did a good job it was hard to come up with all those ideas it was hard to make the profile picture and the banner and film the first like 10 episodes like everything I want to make sure that I'm treating myself with like the most compassion and the most respect and I've been there I've gone from such deep self-loathing where I absolutely don't even want to look at myself in the mirror where I think I'm the ugliest person in the whole world where I hate my personality I never feel like I'm doing enough to the point where I would allow people to treat me with the utmost disrespect I will never do that again nobody could ever disrespect me again because I love myself and I know my worth and I know nobody has the right to treat me poorly Only I have that right. Only I have that right when I'm on my period to go, you look bad. Nobody else. And like going from this feeling of self-loathing and that like everything is horrible to actually being like, bro, I'm actually sick. And like, I can actually do this. I can actually do a really good job. And I have done it in the past. I can do it again. I'm going to be better at it. I've said this in so many episodes. Your brain is constantly trying to figure life out. And it's constantly trying to dissect each situation on all the things that you're thinking about to prove you right. So if you're constantly saying that you're fat and you're ugly and you're stupid, you know, I've said the top three to myself so many times, your brain is going to go, oh my God. Yeah. Like, look, you don't even fit into those jeans that you used to wear. Oh my God. Yeah. Like, look at how ugly you are. Oh my God. Yeah. Like no person would ever want. It's going to prove yourself right. But if you constantly treat yourself with compassion and you go, you did a good job, even if it hurts, even if you're looking at yourself dead in the eyes in the mirror, like saying your affirmations, you're beautiful, you're perfect, you're hardworking, you're amazing you will eventually start to believe it. And so many people, I was listening to a Mel Robbins podcast episode because I love her. I think she's amazing. Bro, why was my finger so erect there for a while? I was just like on one. And she was saying that she was doing this high five method where you literally go in the mirror in the morning. And I think it's something as simple as you look yourself in the eyes and you give yourself a high five. And she was even interviewing her husband and he said he was crying and he couldn't do that it is so hard to pat ourselves on the back and just be there for ourselves and go you're doing really good I'm literally getting emotional right now just talking about it just welling up because all we have is ourselves we're gonna die alone we were born alone we live a lot of our time and we sleep alone you know what I mean whether there's a person there beside you or not you only have you forever and until the moment that your eyes close forever you only have yourself 
So make it really good and say nice things about yourself and be there for yourself. And if it takes you 10, 20 times to look at yourself in the mirror and call yourself beautiful or to look yourself in the eyes and say like, you're sick, you did a good job, high five cry it out and get used to it because you should feel good about yourself and you should be happy. Now, the next step is to spend some time with yourself to actually know what you're into. And maybe you know what your occupation is. You like know where you go every day to make money or you know where you went to school or you, but like, what are your dreams and, and ambitions? Like, what do you actually want to be doing? What do you actually find yourself where you like your brain kind of lingers and you want to do this and this and oh, I want to start this business where I crochet stuffed animals. Like I think that all the time. When I started this podcast, I was like, well, what the fuck do I even like? Like, do I even like anything? Do I even like to do anything? Like what are, what do I like to spend my time on? And I truly came down to so many things. And when I'm really by myself, I get those cravings to do stuff. Like I want to start a podcast or I think I want to go buy a coloring book because I just really want to do some coloring and listen to some music or I really want to get a journal so I can journal or I, I really want to start knitting I have knitting needles and so much yarn downstairs I'm going to learn I'm going to go online and I'm going to teach myself like we do not spend enough time on our own to even dissect and take a second and a breath about what we actually like to do because we're so caught up in the day-to-day -day, make sandwiches for the kids go to work come home pay the bills fill the car up with gas go to x y and z you know what I'm saying you do so much to the point where it's like you actually need to take a break and step back. Do you even know how many kids you want to have? Do you know what kind of partner you're looking for? What are those relationships you're going to bring to you eventually that are actually going to be worth it for you, that are actually good relationships? And how are you going to determine that if you constantly are surrounded by people that suck? What makes you nervous? What makes you angry? What makes you upset? What are things that you can work on for yourself? And I think the more that you learn about yourself and you dissect these things, like, I don't know. I feel like some people have never even had a weed bath. Have you guys ever had a CBD bath? Like a, a weed bath? I'm not trying to say it like, I'm not trying to put it on you, but like I love CBD bath bombs. They are the absolute best. And if you've never tried it, how do you know if that's something that you'd like or not? Super left field, not saying that that's what you're into or that's what you have to be doing. But for me, like I, I'm constantly trying new things. And when you're alone, I think your brain has so much more time to wander about like, hmm, maybe I'll try softball. <laughs> I think when we look at this big world ahead of us, it feels very overwhelming and it feels exhausting because there's so much to do. There are so many people to meet. There's so many people not to meet. There's so many activities and job opportunities and everything. So it can feel very exhausting to think about. But when you actually sit back and you dissect what it is that you like because not everything is for everyone not every city is for everybody to live in we all kind of need to discover what it is that we enjoy like I love camping so I know I want to live somewhere where I can be really close to the outdoors if in the outdoors specifically I would love to have a house in the middle of the forest rather than being in the city I would only know that I like that because I've made the conscious effort to either be by myself go for walks think about these things go out camping and experience life because that's where it's taking me I think it's all also really empowering to have your own back and to be your own best friend because you just don't need validation from anybody like and there's just no risk like if your friend came to you and said I'm not going to be your friend anymore and I don't want to be around you for some people they would literally crumble like the world would crumble around them because their identity lies within their friendships or just in general the comfort of life knowing that you have somebody to lean on because you can't lean on yourself is more than enough and then those friendships when they disappear somebody moves away it's a really scary culture shock and it's too much for you you. But it even goes for the fact of not needing the validation from others with what you want to do. You don't have to ask anybody if you, they think that you should do something or they think that you should go here. You can have your own back and understand what you want from life and move forward from there. And if your friends want to stick around and they want to be your friends still or 
if you meet people along the way that are doing the same things, like if you want to go plant trees in the wilderness, you're going to meet other people that love trees and plant trees there. And you're going to develop actual friendships that are, are meaningful, not just people that do drugs and go to the club like the old you used to. So then the best part is you can discover what you like by doing different things by yourself. Like I'd mentioned, sometimes when I'm alone, I really want to do a coloring book. So I'll go to the bookstore and I'll read little books and I'll pick out like a little coloring book and some markers. And then I'll go, oh, well, I really would love to read a book about romance or I'd love to read this. So I, I go and I walk around and I'm not waiting for anybody to tell me, I think we should leave. I think we gotta go. I have to go to my dad's dinner for his birthday. Like, don't rush me, friend. But it's really fun because I've developed a few things that I really love doing by myself. When I didn't even have a vehicle, I would find a way to go and do fun things by myself all the time. I'd go, I'd take an Uber to the mall, I would walk around, I'd get a Starbucks, I would shop. Sometimes I wouldn't even buy anything, but just to see what's popular, to see what people are wearing, to kind of just walk around, to get ideas, like just everything. Even going downtown or going for a walk or going and walking to get a coffee. Like all of those things just in my peace, listening to a podcast relaxing is like the best thing ever. I also love crafts and reading and just having a beer by myself, watching a movie that my boyfriend would never want to watch with me just because I'm like, oh, Priscilla, that looks like a good one. But even then, you get to do things without anybody's input. And like, is there anything better than that? I literally don't think there is. There's, it's literally impossible. Because then, you know, when you have friends or you have family, you got to decide, what does everybody want to do? Does everybody want to eat pizza? When you're alone, you go, I want to eat a goddamn pizza. And you can't stop me. And the best part is, like, you could just be like, yo, what you want to do? And, well, uh, I'm down to do this. Oh, well, that sounds pretty cool. And you just go along with it. Or maybe you go to the pool or you go swimming or you go work out and you're completely by yourself. For a lot of people who haven't had a lot of experience, like, doing workout classes or going and working out, it can feel very awkward. Or what about this one going out for dinner by yourself I know you guys don't want to do that shit I know you guys are I know you don't have the balls for it I know you don't but the reality is you should give it a shot go and have a little glass of wine sit by yourself don't even use your imagine you didn't have your phone to escape to and you had to sit there you had to look at the menu and then you had to sit and stare at the ambiance and think that everybody thinks it's so awkward it's not awkward when you're best friends with yourself you literally it's like we're all it's it's like you literally feel like you're by yourself with yourself you don't feel lonely you don't feel like you need somebody to fill all the space you can just sit and be in your own thoughts my god i can be so busy literally just thinking i could sit and just stare out a window and i could think about so many things for such a long time you just don't need anybody like i want you to get that through your head you don't need anybody you don't need anybody to do shit if you need oh i need somebody to help me start my youtube no no, no, no. If you're already thinking that you need people to start an endeavor or start something, you don't. You just need you and you need your own drive to learn and to do it that way. I'm just being completely honest. Nobody is going to make you happier than you can make yourself. And then imagine when you love yourself so deeply, you go and you meet the love of your life. That is amazing. That is like the best opportunity, the best thing that could possibly happen for you is that you find yourself, you find what you love, and you find somebody that loves that shit too. Pat myself on the back. Preach. I always thought it was so funny when, you know, I'll see like, I'll go out for dinner with my friends or like I'll hang out with my friends, we'll go to a coffee shop and they'll go, oh my God, look at that little old man. So sad. He's eating by himself. 
how much you want to bet, he doesn't want to fucking be with anybody. He doesn't want anybody sitting with him. He doesn't want anybody blabbing in his ear. He's like, oh my gosh, finally a sense of peace, a little sense of a, a moment by myself before I die. That would be great. I'm sure he actually went on his own to have dinner on purpose to be away from everybody. <laughs> I imagine when I'm 70, the only thing I'm going to want is goddamn peace and to be away from everybody else. I will only allow to see my grandchildren maybe once every two, three months. Who's to say that? I've always wanted to be a grandma. Like, and like, not like the bran muffin grandma, but like the strawberry rhubarb grandma. You know what I'm saying? Like the ones that make good sweets. <laughs> Outside of all that, I think before you can even sit down comfortably by yourself and be on your own and be completely happy in your solitude, you have to forgive yourself for all the past mistakes and all the regrets that you hold on to and you sit with so bad. And when you constantly say, oh my God, I made such a terrible mistake in high school or I was so horrible to that girl or I was, let it go. Like, let everything go and just stop. <coughs> You're not helping yourself or anybody by sitting there and hating on yourself for shit that you did 10 years ago. Literally let it go. I have said so many stupid things and I have made so many mistakes, but I'm able to look at those things and learn from them and move on from them and make them a learning experience rather than something that I kill myself for every single day because I made that horrible decision. The reality is like, there's nothing we can do now. We can't turn back. This is who we are forever. You know what I mean? I don't believe that I'm damaged or ruined because of my past. I think if anything, it has made me a stronger and better version of myself to this day that I can bring to you guys in these videos, in these podcasts. And that is, I think, the first step before anything. I should have included that as number one. Forgive yourself and just shut up and stop being so obsessed with all of the little things that you've done over the course of your life because life is really long and we make a lot of strange decisions. But like I said in my previous episode, there is literally no wrong decision. You have to do everything and experience everything. And at one point when you really believed it was the right thing to do, only then are you able to go, I, I did my best and it was a silly mistake and I did say something stupid or I did hurt that person's feelings, but it was never my intention or even if it was your intention to learn that it was the wrong thing to do. And only then can you move on and, and learn from your past and learn from your experiences. And that's how I've learned to love myself and be completely happy with who I am from the inside out because I've let go of all of my regrets and all of my mistakes and I've actually looked at myself for them and gone, you did fuck up. You did do something really shit. You did do something really horrible or you were lazy or you didn't do something good enough. But you know what? I love you for it. I love you for your mistakes. I love the fact that you tried. There's nothing wrong with learning in life. It's literally what we do every single day. We make those mistakes and there's nothing we can do to change it. But now here I am and I'm proud of the person that I've become. Doesn't mean that I don't still screw up literally all the time. <laughs> Think about all the amazing aspects of your life. You have so much to be grateful for. And number one, you should be grateful to have yourself. You should be grateful to know that no matter where you go in life, you will always have you. Even if you have a terrible breakup, even if your boyfriend cheats on you, even if you lose your family members, you know that you always have yourself. You know you can always make yourself feel better. You can do those things that you love to do and you can get back to your center. I'm not saying that any of those things are easy to deal with, but when you're not fighting yourself first, every other battle in your life is going to be so much easier. You always have something in your life to be grateful for and live by that. Like truly live by that and think about all of the reasons why you're absolutely amazing because you are and you can become a better version of yourself if you just look inward and you think about who you want to become and you can work towards that every single day. I'm so grateful that you guys listen to the podcast. I love being able to share all of the things that I've learned over the course of my 26 years. It means a lot to me that you guys show up and you enjoy this podcast two times a week. We upload every Wednesday and Saturday. Thank you guys so much for being here and let me know in the comments down below what you guys would like to see me talk about in our next episode. I love you guys so much and I will see you very soon. Mwah. Bye! <laughs>